Hey everybody, Tim Sisler, Arthur Solomon with the Solomon Group, and today we're going to be talking with Amy Spar. Hi everyone. <laughs> we're lucky Kim Smith is also here. Her secret <laughs> weapon. She brought her along. Yeah, I needed a partner in crime. Yeah, she knows that Kim always beats me, so. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> it's going to be the girls against the guys. Yeah. Yeah, and I apologize up front for my voice. I have a little sinus infection and it won't go away. Oh no. So it's I going around that. right now. I Should know. I give him a mask? No, no. <laughs> I just hate my voice when it sounds like this, but who cares? We're going to have fun. <laughs> That's you guys right. ready? Yeah, we're ready. Today we're going to talk about uh, a couple different topics. One of them is why college is overrated, school <laughs> loans, and current market updates in real estate. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Amy? How long you've been doing this? What you were doing before this? Um, okay, well, it's your turn and it's open. Um, well, I'm Amy Spar, and I sold real estate in the beginning of my career way, way back when. And now I've been a loan originator for 34 years. Um, I have two children. I have a husband of 30 years, and we live in the Green Inn High School District. Um, I've been a soccer mom, a baseball mom, a gymnastics mom, a swim mom. A, you know, so bowling, I think, maybe Paige Bowl. I don't know. But, yeah, so I wear lots of hats. Yeah? Yeah, so, and I don't, you know. Well, you've worn hats in the past when you were realtors in. This is a wig, by the way. So. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I busted it today. Let's see. Okay, let's see. Well, I wanted to talk to you about uh, a couple things, actually. So, first, that Reno loan. Is it still open? Yes. No. Yes. Oh, okay, good. Oh, yeah. Renovation. I have a specialist. His name's Zach Johnson. He takes care of our renovation loans. And what's so unique about the renovation loan right now is that my FHA buyers, and I'm assuming all lenders, FHA's buyers, are having a problem getting under contract in the seller's market. Can you say that? Yeah. So we've uh, coupled the renovation loan to go after these listings that have been listed for 30 days or more. Because typically those are the um, properties that aren't selling because why? They condition. The condition of the property. So um, typically FHA, if you're approved, you're approved for a reno. And there's several different layers of renovation though. So that's where the confusion comes in. Right. So if you just need like carpet, paint, maybe the new kitchen or the new roof or, uh, you know, um, furnace, it's easy breezy. But if you want to totally gut a property and really go for it, that's a little bit more sure. in depth, but it can be done. So just walking through the program up front, knowing the insides and outs of what you're getting yourself into, all the renovation costs are incorporated in the loan. That's so awesome. you don't have to have all that extra money, which is nice. You can do three and a half percent plus your closing costs. And typically on those houses, the seller will participate when you say in closing costs. Yeah, a lot of times. So, um, you know, you can still get into the property with low, low, low money down. So um, it just is another way for you to beat this market. Sure. We're always looking for a way to help the sellers, right? And uh, let's just sell renovation and help them sell their houses quicker. Well, then you also get into the idea that, you know, because people who buy houses to flip them, mm -hmm. they buy houses to put the work into it and then capitalize on the money that they're going to make on it. Yeah. So if you buy a house with a Reno loan, then you're going to finance all the repairs. Mm -hmm. Your house is already appreciated a ton in value, not just for the amount of the repairs usually, but yeah, a lot of the times for yeah. to and meet the value will go up. And what's so nice is that 
you as the realtor can start improving this market and improving the neighborhoods by doing renovation. So you take that eyesore, right, on a nice street, you couple that with an FHA buyer and you fix it up and now you've improved the property. Who's going to be the hero for that? Me. You guys, you, the real estate community, realtors, because you're going in there and you're helping buyers get not only a house that they want to buy, but you're getting, giving them the opportunity to fix it up and really improve the neighborhood. So how so, long did you go to school to study all of this? Zero. <laughs> uh, just good work ethic. Yeah. Right. Yep. So, and, and you were just nominated, well, I don't know if it's nomination, top 1% of mortgage lenders in the United States, which mm -hmm. is very impressive. Yes. So. Thank you. That's not just with Loan Depot. That's the entire nation, all loan officers in the country, top 1% in Clark County. You got to be doing something right if you're going to be the top 1%. Yes. Just saying. There's a, uh, there's... Can't be a goofball off the street. Yeah. So what, tell us, you know, there's it's college, you know, I know we were talking about Will, even him thinking about going to college and yeah. study. What do, you, do you think uh, the college system... Is worth it to spend the money? You well, think I, think value it, I think if you have to have a college degree to enable yourself to do the profession that you want to do, like a nurse or a doctor or, you know, some sort of skilled trade or, you know, you need that sure. degree. Um, a lot of times, you know, like my husband, for example, he has a psychology degree. He spent 13 years going to school. He got his degree and he doesn't even do anything with psychology. But because he had that degree, probably helped him land that first job at Wright Pat, you know, because he had a degree, didn't particularly be right. in the field that he's in. I mean, he's an IT guy now. Um, personally, I don't think it's all cracked up to be, especially when you're going for a degree that's like something that you may only make 40 or 50,000, if that, and pay $100,000 worth of student loan debt just for the experience. Your best choice is to go to a local community college and support your local community and go to the local community college cheaper, live at home. I'm sure your parents won't care because you're saving them money or saving yourself money because what happens is I see so many people rack up these student loan debt mm -hmm. and they come to try to find buy a house right. and they can't afford the house because they have so much student loan debt. And then I go to look at the profession and it doesn't mirror 90% of them don't even get the degree but they have forty and fifty and sixty thousand dollars worth of student loan debt. So I just think that first year out of high school, really, um, unless you have academic scholarships and you have a big scholarship or whatever, that local community college is your best bet. It's cheaper, it's wiser, and then if it's something that you want um, to build on, then you go to the community, you know, the big four-year college if that's what you want. I'm sure you have a friend that's at one of the four-year colleges that you can join them on the weekend and have that experience for free. I just, just get you know, into sales like you did. Yeah. You don't yeah, really yeah. need a, a degree to get into sales if you have good work ethic and you're focused and driven. Um, but kids nowadays, they, they don't really have that as much as they did when I was a teenager. So it's, you know, something that should be taught in high school, you know, skilled trade. I mean, we are desperate for skilled oh, trade. Joint vocational high schools are the best bet if you're not college-bound type person like me. I didn't care for school. I didn't do well in school. I mean, I did well in my business courses and things like that, but I just didn't like it because I was wanting to make money. You know, right. I had three jobs at 16. 
You know, I knew at a very young age, if I didn't do it for myself, no one else would. So I have more of a drive and ambition to go out there and build this career that I have built. Right. Um, because I knew no one was going to hand it to me. And I wasn't school person. You know, I'm not a book. I'm a street smart person. So, and I think that's got me a lot further than if I was, you know, had went to school and got a degree. So not discounting a degree by any means, but just be careful with the student loan debt. You know, make sure that if you're going to get $80,000 worth of student loan debt, make sure that your income is going to support that. You know, a lot of times these kids get these student loans and they use it for pizza. Right. Well, you know? I feel like there's not, a, there's not real very good education for what these student loans are going to do and, and how they're going to affect your life. Exactly. Um, and a lot of people understand at that very young age, you know, the interest rate, let's say it's a 10% interest rate. Yeah. They assume that it's $10,000 every $100,000. Yeah. But really that's going to be more than double right. what you owe. Yeah. So, and I see so much student loan default. Mm -hmm. The servicing companies of these student loans, they don't manage these oh. debts very well with the consumer. So a very high percentage of my clients, they don't even realize they have defaulted student loans until I tell them. Well, I thought that was in forbearance. So oh, I thought, you know, that I was forgiven those loans. Well, no, they've been turned over to a collection agency. And now you're not able to buy a house because those one either have to be paid off in full or they have to establish what's called a rehab loan where they take the student loans out, rehab them in a consolidation and pay them on time for 12 months. But they're sticker shocked when they see that they have thousands of dollars in defaulted student loans because they don't realize how much they take out every single year. And like I said, I've seen evidence that student loans are used more than for tuition. They're used for, you know, food and clothing and, and sustaining their livelihood while they're going to school. And I get that. But at the end of the day, at what cost? Yeah. You know, so I've uh, I've uh, consulted my parents about this on several occasions. And like I said, I just think it makes sense for either a gap year because my son says, you know, I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. I'm only 18. I'm still a kid. I'm like, well, you know, you want to go to college? You can, but I, he's, you can go try it out for one semester, see if he's going to sure. like it. But he's got to have some sort of end game if we're going to pay as a parent for his education. Because it's not going to be, you know, just going off to college and having fun with my money because I've worked hard for my money. So right. you're going to have to show me some results. Because if not, you're coming back home, you're living at home, and you're going to community college, or you're going to get a job. Right. You know, so those are hard conversations that you have to have with your kids. And every kid doesn't, you know, step into college to fail, right? I mean, that's not the whole vision for your child. You want them to succeed, but you also have to tell them about real life, you know? Right. Yeah, you know, that this is not just going to a dorm and partying with your friends. You have to, you know, open the book. You got to go to classes and you have to study. And C's do get degrees. I mean, this is what these kids say today. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, I guess so, but... Don't you want more for your life? You know, so you're going to go into sales. That's where the money is. It right. really is. Uh, if you're a great talker and you know your product knowledge and you have a passion for helping people, regardless of what you're selling. Become a TikTok star. You know, yeah, well, you know, I have right. a million followers. Yeah. Uh, 
That's like a brain. <laughs> yeah, you know my name on there too, right? No. Oh, I'll tell you later. Okay. Because I don't know if we're, are we allowed to use file language. No. Okay. It's, it's we'll a little family friendly. <laughs> but at any rate, um, <laughs> I really, I really just, you know, want these kids to double think, triple think about the student loans. Because you know, parents will say, "Oh, we'll pay them. We'll get we'll get the parent assist loan," and then the parents have issues, divorce, bankruptcies, or whatever, and then they can't help these kids pay their college tuition. Then it falls on them, and they're like, "But they'll say, well, my mom and dad pay that payment, or my mom and dad were supposed to pay that payment. I had no idea it was in collections. I mean, this is things I hear every day. So you have to use on an FHA loan, you have to use one percent of the balance as a payment, unless." You can provide evidence that it's in a forgiveness plan because certain income or certain um, professions have this forgiven plan that's been implemented by the government, and then you know what they do for a living. And then there's also standard payments. And if that standard payment after the forbearance agreement is less than the one percent, you can use it. But typically, yeah. you're using one percent. So if you have a sixty thousand dollar debt, you have to kit you really. 90% of the time with a $600 payment. Right, guys, play that back Yeah. for all the information. Right, so if you're making 40000 you have a car payment of five ninety five, and you've got a few credit cards, and now you have the $600, you are going to be able to buy maybe a seventy five eighty dollars right. house when they call me and say they want to buy one hundred fifty. I'm like, no, and there's no way of them paying that student loan debt sure. off sixty grand. That's going to take them forever at $6,600 a month. So just rethink it, but also um, on USDA, use a half percent of the balance. Uh, you know, VA is 5% divided by 12 of the payment. I know that's getting a little, you know, uh, mistakes. Math it's all right. But yeah, so we have to count, even, you know, I get the comment, well, they're in deferment or, you know, they're forbearance. Well, everybody's loans are in forbearance right now because they can that. Right. You know, so no one's paying payments, but we still have to hit you. Right. Because in the future, you'll have to get pets. So we want to make sure as a lender that you can afford the house payment and the student loan payments once yeah. they come due. So yeah. if someone wants to buy right now, what, what are the interest rates right here? What, what, what's um, anywhere from 2.5 on a 15 around that. Depends on credit score, depends on loan amount, product. I mean, there's that's an opening question, but if you wanted me to give you a range, it would be 2.5 through maybe 4.75 Someone with a 520? No. No. No, no. Because uh, the Reno is um, approved in the system at um, 620 or above. Gotcha. And then we do, you know, the 580 up all day long, just regular right. FHA. And okay. then VA is just if it's approved in the system. There's really no certain credit score. You know, we go down, we like 600. Right. On VA, I think that we have an overlay for that. I'm not 100% sure. I'd have to look up with a matrix on that. But, um, you know, but we have a great program with the 3% down conventional called Borrower Smart Program. Okay. If you make a certain amount of money, you can get a grant for your down payment up to $1,500. Oh. So it's a conventional loan, which what does the seller is like? Cash. <laughs> <laughs> 
That is true. Conventional. Yes, yes. Okay, so this allows your FHA buyer sometimes to be able to flip to conventional with 3% down plus the grant. So you don't have to ask the seller to pay as much closing costs so they can be more competitive. Another way to get your uh, conventional and FHA buyers to be more competitive is for them to take a slightly higher rate and we pay closing costs. So it's called lender credits. So in this seller's market right now, it's crucial that you've got best offer in there. So right. asking the seller to pay those closing costs, even if you go up over sales price, it's nice not to have that. You know? right. Then you're more competitive. So I always offer that um, that to my buyers to make sure that's an option. And um, But then you got to worry about appraised value too. So we you really need to look at that lender pay cost more now. You know, larger earnest monies, you know, is getting the deal, winning bids. Um, I send a video out with every buyer. You've seen the videos to send to the seller. Oh, yeah. Well, it gives yeah. them a, you know, a relationship right yeah. off the bat with me. So we're just, you know, we strive for excellence on my team. You've got a great team, so. Yeah. Shauna and Zach. Yeah. And yourself. Yeah, just the three of us. You guys are, you guys are small but mighty. Yes. Yeah, good time. Yeah. Top one percent for how many years? I don't know how many years, but I've won it quite a few times. Yeah. Yeah. And um, but you know, it's just that award just shows how hard that I work because I don't work for brick and mortar. Right. You know, I don't have those retail customers coming in the bank and saying, Hey, I want to do a mortgage with you. I have to hustle just like you guys right. and go prospect and get my own business. And, you know, there's only a couple of us here in town that do that, actually. And we both are the only ones that are in the 1%. Yeah. So I think when you have skin in the game and, um, you know, you have to, you know, prospect all the way around. You're not sitting in an office or anything like that. That's what I was doing right before we started the podcast. Just gives you, uh, you know, more push to be, you know, more focused on getting the deal. And asking for it out of sight, out of mind. Same with buyers, right? Same yep. with sellers. Mm-hmm. Gotta stay in front of them. You'll un- unashamedly ask for reviews. No shame in your game. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. one thing you're just, you know, yeah. you just ask. If you, if you want it, you'll just ask. Yeah. And uh, if you don't ask, then you won't get it. Right. I always want a good review. <laughs> well, you want a good review, but sometimes those reviews that aren't so good is how you grow. Absolutely. And it kind of keeps you grounded, like, oh, I'm not perfect. You know, when you try to be perfect in a sales job, we do. We want to be, you know, the best lender, the best realtor, the best title company, you know, because we want all the business. Well, there's enough business going around. So just relax and have fun with your business. And don't sweat that small stuff. And that brings the good reviews because people see the human side of you. You know, if you make a mistake, have the booty to tell them. I mean, mistake. <laughs> But I have plan B. Sometimes you have plan C. I went to D and E and F before. So, you know, I think that eating the frog when you have bad news for people, you just really need to jump on that and tell them about it right away. Don't wait the weekend right. out. You know, people deserve to know what's going on. So. Well, I remember when I came to your new agent training, you made sure that you told me, like, hey, don't deliver bad news in a text message. Exactly. You know, make sure you're delivering it. Over a phone call or in person. So, but yeah, I mean, that was that was great. A lot of wisdom for the years. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I really enjoy working share. with your team. I'm excited about Sandra's 
addition, she's been a charm to work with. She's already sent me like three deals. I'm super excited about you, know, Matt. You just found out this week, and he's sort of related to me. Yeah, it's all crazy. <laughs> it's such a small world. So we're like yeah. a we're like a family. Yes, we yeah. are. Yeah, extended family. Yeah. I love you guys so much. I love you too. Love you too. Okay. Whose shot is it anyway? I don't know. It's Kim. Kim. Yeah, I think it's. Oh, have you been keeping track? It's. <laughs> well, she got it. Well, guys, we're going to finish up this game. Thanks for sticking in with us, and uh, we'll see you next time. She's going to run the table after we, yeah. after we get off Bye. the game. Bye. Thanks for having me. No problem. You're awesome. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, email and phone number in the description. Oh, Amy Spar, 937-631-2622, aspar at lowdepot.com. Hey, that's a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> And if you want to apply, it's just on the website. It takes like mm -hmm. five minutes. Yeah. Real simple. Yeah. Anyways, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Stick around if you want to see the next video next week. See you guys later.